I want to talk about what's going on lately this week and about um, uh, Steven Crowder and Daily Wire, which is similar to what Ye was talking about um, with these contracts. So a lot of people are talking about it. There's, there's, there's two sides. Um, so let me explain as far as my understanding what's going on. So Steven Crowder is one of the biggest conservative uh, shows online, YouTube, and built up a huge following. He's a free agent. He was fielding offers. And he was looking at these contracts. And he, think, he, he to him, these are horrible contracts that are not only bad for him, they're bad for the movement that he says, which is the conservative movement. And they're bad for our country. And they're bad for the world. That's what his angle is. And then you have the other side, Daily Wire. They're saying, look, business is business. This was just um, a contract we threw out. It was the beginning of negotiations. And we're offering you a lot of money, right? And so you got everybody who works for Daily Water, Daily Wire, obviously backing up Daily Water, Wire, like Candace, who sometimes I like Candace, sometimes she gets on my nerves with everything. She's so angry and so like, hey. And this one, she got on my nerves. Other times, I'm like, yeah, go, Candace. I so, like her logic. Yeah, yeah, I like her logic. But this one, she's getting on my nerves. Um, and then, so what's interesting is first, Chance brought it up, or no, uh, Stephen Crowder brought it up, and he was just talking about this contract he got. He didn't call anybody out. And then Daily Wire was like, that was us. Let's go through the contract line by line, which was actually a cool move. Um, I didn't particularly like the guy doing it, a little condescending, um, a little bit disingenuous in, in how he worded things. He's like, we're paying $50 million, blah, blah, blah. But they're paying $50 million for four years, and Crowder has to pay for all the production. So you're not paying him $50 million. He's not getting $50 million. But they kept talking like, I'm worth 50. It's like, you're being disingenuous when you say you're paying him $50 million. You're not. I don't know what his production costs are, but they're not nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's certainly high lawyers, all that stuff. He had to pay for all that stuff. So what Stephen, as far as I'm understanding, what he is upset about, he never complained about the money. He said that was good. He never complained. What he's saying is there's these clauses in this contract that say if he gets demonetized from YouTube, he's going to get like a 25% reduction, something like that. It's millions of dollars. So he's like, this is not tenable. This is not sustainable. I cannot speak the truth because you will get demonetized for speaking the truth. Therefore, if you are punishing me because you are going to, um, you know, you're going to allow YouTube and all these other people to establish what can and cannot be said. And they're most likely woke left. Woke left, 100%. So, so now if I'm just speaking truth, I'm going to get penalized not only by YouTube, but by you. Therefore, that is the whole issue. And all these other people are not, they're not getting it. You know, Candace is like saying, oh, he's just blah, blah, blah. No, he's not saying... It was, you guys are not paying enough money. He's just saying, this is not going to work for me. And it's also not going to work for all the next generation of me. That's what he's talking about. He's like, I'm looking at the bigger movement. I'm making a statement. We cannot do this. We cannot allow YouTube and, and all these social media companies and Facebook to decide what can be said because we know they don't like the truth. And if the conservative movement were about truth and free speech, so if you are, so that's what you need to change. And, he, and then he released a phone call and the guy was like, and, and Steven saying like, he was like, it's just business. He's like, yeah, but create a new business model. That's interesting because 
Yeah, I'm surprised that that one got past Candace or you know those people because there's levels to critical thinking. And you, what you just said is, and what Steve Crowder just said, they're indirectly attacking free speech by yes. paying it off, right? Yes. So, and so that's a sneaky way. I, I heard it's funny you say that because I was watching a little bit of Chris Rock, and he was like, you know, indirectly when you wanted to, like, it, it, you know, he said these days you don't have to have a sign that says "colors aren't allowed," "blacks aren't allowed." All you got to do, he goes, I go to Whole Foods, and you don't have to have a, you know no colors allowed all you got to do is have a seven dollar orange and that's a way to keep my black ass out of here (laughs) (laughs) so that's basically what they're doing they're basically creating these contracts that seem like they're going to pay you are basically saying we'll pay you a lot just stay in order and don't say the truth that's what they're saying yes yeah and another thing is like the daily wire ben shapiro were all like yeah take the vaccine take the vaccine and now they're like oh i was lied to i was wrong no you didn't do your research I knew that. Why didn't you do ben your Shapiro research? Said that, Mister Critical Thinker. Yes, yes. Holy he, shit. he he was all about taking the vaccine. That's a good idea. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. And finally, a month or two ago, he came out and said, "I was wrong. I believed them." Blah blah blah. At least he can do that. At least he did that. But you know what? Why didn't you do your research? Why why were we not wrong? Why? It was all the information was out there. Yeah, they lie. That's what they do. That's what big business. Do. You didn't know that. You didn't know they lied, Ben. Oh, I thought you were the one who knew better than me. Yeah, I thought you were a lawyer. I thought you like did your own research and, and had critical thinking. So you lied, you spread the lie, and your company punished anybody who spoke the truth and was correct. And you know, so I'm one hundred percent on the side of Steven Crowder in this situation because the most important thing is truth. And I get that, yes, if you are paying your talent a lot of money and all of a sudden you you want that revenue source from uh youtube and it gets shut down okay you need to build that into the contract know that that's gonna be it's gonna happen if you're speaking truth you get shut down so that has to be a part of your contract unless you don't care about the truth but or or at least free speech free speech although i just realized you could Work with them and be like, so then, then the other thing was like, okay, well, you put that behind a paywall, right? Like, okay, you only speak the full truth around a paywall and you do what you can to stay on the on YouTube by following their rules, which is somewhat legitimate, but, you know, but like, I don't think they should be paid um, or, or fined these huge amounts for getting banned from YouTube, right? So th- there can be a little give on, on both things. There's certain topics, look. Don't talk about certain things that you know you're going to get banned for off of YouTube. Let's be sensible. However, a lot of things are going to be in the gray area, and a lot of times they change the rules. Well, that's why they keep it gray, so there's nothing to find. Yeah, you know that's the whole thing. Yeah, man. So, so you can't. I don't think you should be punished for that, but I think the it is the it it does go both ways. So the talent needs to not just try to get banned, right, uh, off of YouTube. So, so maybe there's certain things you don't say or don't talk about. But if you get banned, it can't be this huge thing or else you're just suppressing the truth and you're being the enforcer for big tech. And now let's let's flesh it out. Let's keep fleshing it out. So when they make these contracts, you're right. I, I, I stand corrected. It was not about because they make you think it's a war on free speech, but it's actually a, a war on truth. Mm-hmm. It just, it's part of free speech. You yes. can say a lot of bullshit free yeah. speech, but the truth is what they're really scared of because yes. that's going to change minds. It's going to actually be effective knowledge that's helpful for the human being yes. in this world. Yes. So it's really, so them making those type of contracts tells you why it tells, it gives you the reason 
Why would you do that? Yeah. Right? There's no reason if you're not afraid of the truth. So basically you're saying if you say the truth, which is unpopular, right? Mm -hmm. Unpopular speech means that for whatever reason, for many reasons, but for the basic reason, you're emptying pockets. Yes. For those people. Empty pockets and uh, yeah, or or the deeper agenda, agenda. Yeah, yeah, or exactly. the deeper agenda. It's not about money for them. It's actually they know that telling the truth is going to empty their pockets or take their power away. Take their power away and control either one of yeah. those two. Yes, and probably the, you know somewhat the same. But so that's easy, man. The, the contracts tell us why they're doing it. You know, just like uh, somebody said, uh, when people attack you, it's in the attack. It tells you who they are. Oh, that was Alex Jones. It was uh -huh. like you learn a lot about people how they attack you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so Steven's going out. He's like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create my own thing. I'm going to create my own. And he's like, all you creators, hit me up. I'll, I will never take any of your revenue from YouTube. I'll have a different model. And I will, you know, he's just like, let's do this. So basically, he's becoming a daily wire. And that's, 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 that's his solution, which is, I think, baller. He's badass. becoming a what? He's going to create his own. Oh, daily wire. Daily wire. Like his own big, massive with talent and, and just go hard like that because he's just. He wants to, he does, because to him, this is what he says, and I believe him, um, it's bigger. It's about a movement. It's about truth. He's like, I'm rich enough. I don't need none of this. I'm good. I'm good forever. I don't need none of this. So either I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing, because I'll never sign a contract like that, and that's basically what everybody's really offering, or I'm going to create a whole new thing, and, and let's see what happens. Right, because they've always been trying to pay off people from telling the truth. Yeah, wow. That's like the first, who, who can withstand that one, right? Yeah. Hey, you know what? You you built this. You know what? Let me buy it off you for twice as much because money ain't nothing for us. We just want to silence your truth. Yeah. Right? We don't want you to, we, we don't want this to take fire amongst people. Yeah. And I don't think that's what Daily Wire is doing, but I think they're just going too business minded. So the, I don't think they're consciously saying, I want to suppress truth, but I think what they're doing is they're just too money minded. They're too just like, oh, it's all, it's about money. No. It's not about money. It's about truth. That's what it's about. It's not about money. Make the money. The money is a side benefit. The real thing we're doing is we're healing the world. We're in a battle of dark and light. We are fighting evil. We are not in this to make money. Yes, money is a benefit. Money will happen. Money occurs. But we're here for truth. So basically they're saying we're here for money. Do you think that they, so do you think they're so clouded that they don't know where the trajectory of this is going? Like I'm yes. money now, but... Do you realize like this is going on and on and on? Yes. And people are buying into it. So now you have to curb your truth and really get, you know, tiptoe through the tulips now yeah. to not get, you know, this, this, or that. But do you know what's being sacrificed? Well, I think so because when you when you do spend fifty million, it can cloud your judgment. Like I'm spending fifty million, we need to recoup it, blah, blah, blah. The stress. So the stress of money right. and spending fifty million and all the things, and they're just they're just like, you know, just very thorough. They're all a certain type of people who have right. a certain type of tendency. And um, and they're just there's too money minded, and it's like they're they're forgetting that, what is it losing the forest for the trees? They're like right. the two folks. Are, no, no, no. Spread back. What are we really doing? Why are you in this business altogether? It's to spread truth. It's to help fight the illogical woke madness that's taking over the world. And you're too focused on making money, and now you're part of the problem. Damn, that's crazy. Because I look at my life. It's like, man, if I can't tell the truth the way I want to say it. Um, man, that, that seems like a high price to pay for some money. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's what, that's what Stephen was saying. He was like, I wouldn't do it for a billion dollars. It's not about money. I never said it was about money. So th basically what they're saying, 
is that people like us are a problem to them. Like we're a real problem because we want to be able to say things as we see them, as they're changing and how they're affecting people. And we want to explain what we see. Yeah. And that's why I love anybody who loves truth. And I barely tolerate people who ride the middle ground, right? People like Tim Pool. Like Tim Pool, I got respect for because the dude's a hard worker. Every day, you know Temple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every day he's putting out articles on basically every story. He does the podcast every night. Like mad respect for that dude's work worth ethic. Work ethic. However, I get so tired of him walking this middle ground. Yeah. How so, he how he did with Ye? Yeah. I didn't like that. He was like trying to play this. Yeah. And, and with the vaccine too, he's like, I think they work. Blah blah blah. It's like always just trying to play this middle ground. Just speak. The truth, but but I'm not judging. I'm just saying, like, I get it. We get it. We get it. We get what you're doing. Hey, respect, respect. You're you're doing your thing. Um, but I don't love you. Uh, I I love everybody, but I I don't like have this love from like I do for people who just speak truth with raw abandon, like Yay, like Alex, like Dell, like ourselves. Uh, you know, like uh, Steven. Steven goes hard. I always like Steven. Yeah, day one. Yeah, and actually. Um, David Icke on, on London Real, he said, there's three types of people. Um, there's the ones that follow what the law says without question, right? Um, they do what they're told. They That's believe us. in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the people who know that they're being lied to, but they toe the line, right? And then there's the people like us who are just not going to cooperate. No. And he goes, the first two are the reason why tyrannies get out of hand. Yeah. Period. And when he said that, I was like, you're right. Yeah. And he goes, the ones who know are not going to cooperate. Yeah. From day one. No. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a principle. It's like a yeah. religion. It's just like, we just love the truth. It would hurt too bad. Like, And so those two types are what let tyranny get out of control. Yeah. Because you're towing the line. You know you're being lied to, but you're like, oh, I want to I mean, I say that. I want to keep getting paid. Yeah. No, you got to be like, I don't care about getting paid. This is more important. And another angle on this, which is interesting, is so Jordan Peterson's daughter, Michaela, which I, I, I have a love for Michaela. Me too. Yes. I, I subscribe to her. Yeah, me too. Yeah. She she's real. She yeah. she you know, the the whole COVID madness was a real test. Right. And doesn't matter, yeah, if you get fooled, how quickly did you realize you were fooled? Um, and did you speak your truth as soon as you realized? And for her, yes. I don't even remember if she got fooled or not. I remember she was like, I'm holding back, I'm waiting to see. But then clearly she was just she's a truth hunter and truth lover from from my perspective. Me too. So she started talking about like, she's like, look, you know, my dad's there. He just signed a contract. Uh, Steven said this thing. And I don't want people thinking that my dad did a big contract. So she told the story. And basically, it was interesting because um, and I don't think, like I said, I don't think Daily White are evil. I think they put out some good content, right? You, you saw Me that. Me too. That, I yeah, actually yeah. subscribe to them too. Oh, okay. I don't subscribe to him, but Ben gets on my nerves with this little the way he talks. And, I'm and disappointed. I didn't know. Like I thought Ben would like look at the statistics and this is no, he that. didn't. Like, how how is how am I more critically thinking than he you? took it and he recommended everybody to take it. Oh my God! He actually recommended. I could just see. I took the vaccine yes. and shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah, he, he he never said it should be mandated. It, sh- it, should, it shouldn't be mandated, but but I, I think everybody should take it. You know, this. Blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> that's his way of towing the line. He goes, "That's that's tricky. That, look how slick that lawyer is right there." So I don't think it should be mandatory, but I think everybody should take it. That's towing the line. Yeah. Even if he didn't believe it, that's the best way. I think to he say believed it. it. I, I don't know. I don't know. But but I, he, yeah, he but probably think about the highest it. level of towing the line. Even that if is. I don't believe the vaccine. Oh yeah, yeah. and that's what Tim did. Yeah. Tim did the same thing, um, but but so the other angle was like it's it was cool to see these uh, contracts on this high level, 
And uh, Jordan Peterson, they went through five months of negotiation before he said, because he's with them. He signed with them. So, so I think that's like, that's another lesson. It's like, um, negotiate, do not behave. You get it. So anybody, right? So, so he's already a pro. He ain't going to, he's good. Jordan's good. He's a legend. He's a multimillionaire now. Oh, yeah. And he's never, it's never stopped. He's, he's good beyond, you know, yeah. he's, he's always going to be good. He's, he's at that level. So, um, so how do players, like when you're new to the game and you get this first big contract, that, like you just want to sign it because you're afraid, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no. What do the, the big dogs do? They negotiate for months. So don't be in a rush. This is what I'm taking for myself because I don't really have experience like this. But, but when it comes... I'm realizing, do not be in a rush to to uh, get these deals done. It, it should, if it takes Jordan Pearson five months to negotiate, it should take you five months negotiate these. So that angles. means the fact that he signed it, he took a long time. That means he was standing firm and let them mull it over, and they had to change. Right? Yes, he he got he got basically probably got what he wanted, or else he got everything he wanted. He got what or he else wanted. Why would he do it? Or you know, like I said, and I I even say that you know, like back you know. Not to, but with with negotiating with relationships, the same thing. Like I have to get what I need out yes, of this, or yes. it doesn't make sense. Yes, yes. Right? Make it make sense. Right. So, and 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 so also thir- thoroughly learn the contract, right. understand every single point. Right. And negotiate. If, it, every if point. I I can't live up to it if I'm not motivated by it. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna feel some type of way. I'm gonna harbor resentment, and then things get ugly. If I got, if we both can win, I, you give me this, I give you that, and then we both can agree on that. We both can agree on that. Then we can both believe in it and 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 uh, uphold it. You know, just uphold it. You know, you'll feel motivated, and and you don't you won't feel like a fool. As you know, you want to be careful with what you commit to. Yes. And I've always been that guy. Yeah. So that's fundamentally who I am. Like, that's why I'm, I don't commit. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, they say that about the Apaches. Like they say they they didn't uh they didn't give their word very often, but when they did, it was serious business. Yes. And that's what it should be. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And you know, it's interesting too, because another thing happened to uh, Francis and Ganu uh, negotiated his way out of the UFC. Um so that's very interesting too. He's the heavyweight champ. They offered him again. And these are guys that are doing things not for money. They, the UFC said they offered him. He was going to be the highest paid heavyweight ever. And he said no. Why? Because he wants his freedom. He wants his freedom to do what he wants to do when he wants to do it. And what he wanted to do was go, go for a boxing match. And they're like, no. He's like, oh, you let Connor, not me? Well, I guess. I'm not asking. <laughs> so let me wait it out. And he waited. It took a while. I guess it took a year and a half. He got his knee surgery done. He hasn't fought, I think, in a year. Um, and now he's a free agent. Look at that. So uh, believing he already, he's established the market value because he has a stunning knockouts. And then he's, he's been with the UFC and he just wants to go make money in his short lifetime, probably so he can go back to Africa and lift a lot of people up. Yes. I, I have no doubt about that. Yes. So he's like, Hey, this is me. I have to negotiate. So I get the most money in my short span here. I'm exciting. People love me. Um, let me negotiate. If uh, uh, he probably just like dragged his feet, like I'm not gonna fight nobody. I'm not gonna make you no money. You know, like just be a big stubborn, yeah. you know, stick in the mud for U- UFC to where they okay go. But then if you go, I'm, they probably say I'm gonna get a little percentage of what you got. Probably that's probably what he has to do. I think I think he's free and clear. They said like go do whatever you want to do, and, and we're not doing the matching anything. Go, but because they have that the UFC has that one clause in their contracts where if you're the champ and you win. Then your 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 contract is automatically extended for another fight. So as long as you keep winning as the champ, 
you have a you have, you're, uh, you're, you're you're under con- contract and you can't really get out. So that's this little loophole, and he's like, dude, I'm done. Like I'm not gonna uh, keep doing this. Okay. And so, so he, he fulfilled his initial contract or came close to it, very close. Yes. And he said, let me just get one, out. One fight more, and it might have just been the contract ex- extension, you know, of, of that. When you're the, champ, the champion clause, it's called, I think. And then it makes sense, too. You know what? Let me, uh, let me fall back and heal, get my, my joints right yeah. and all that stuff. And he knows he can come back whenever. He goes out, wins a couple of fights. He's big. Everyone's like, no, we need you to come back and fight John. Like, Is he still in his to. 20s? Who? Uh, Francis? Yeah. No, I think he's like 35. But, but heavyweights, uh, you know, they, they last a lot longer because they don't. They just do. It's easier for a heavyweight to fight into, you know, 40s. I guess, yeah, because they say they don't get hit as much as the as the quicker, you know, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, they're getting hit a lot more. They yeah, and I think he started later, too, in his life. You know? Then they can get one hit, and the concussion is deeper. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think that's awesome. That's very interesting that both those happen at the same time. Kind of just people who have a bigger vision about truth, and, and it's not about money. Money's not everything. Yeah. Money is the side. It's not the cake. It is the icing on the cake. And we are the fire on the candle burning brightly. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, Francis put out a, a video. I love it, dude. He's, he's the biggest, blackest, most physically intimidating human Posing. being that I know of. And he talks so soft and sweet. And, and then I was going to send it to you. He, he ended up like, I am the best. I am the best. I'm the baddest man on the planet. Damn. <laughs> I love the sweetness of true Africans. You know, there's a sweetness to them that is different, man. Yeah. Uh, every African I've met, especially I remember just a bunch of guys I really got along with on the basketball court, and they all came from Africa. And I always wanted them on my team because we played so harmoniously. It was mm. no like playing with the American Negroes was different. All like, you know, nobody's everybody's out for themselves. Mm-hmm. Whereas you play with these Africans, we're like one mind. It's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. They, they, they could be the biggest imposing. Uh, this one kid was like this big imposing athletic beast, and he was so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> All I had to do, I could, do, I could throw the ball almost anywhere, and he could make something out of it, you know. And then we'd be together, and it's just, it was such a pleasure playing with those. Guys. I miss those guys, but yeah, that's what's up. I'm glad he he negotiated and got because he's gonna go over to Africa and help. He's gonna probably make you know a couple hundred million over to Africa and change the game over there. Yep. Yeah. And people don't give him a chance in a boxing match. I don't know enough, but uh, I'd want to see it. I definitely yeah. want to see that shit. I hope, I mean, yeah, because there's something different. People forget, like, when you're just focusing on hands, it's a different animal, mm-hmm. you know? And two, yeah, so we'll talk about that. We, we, we can go into some martial arts on another podcast, yeah. just like techniques and stuff. All right, so I wanted to drop that quick kit. This is not our weekly show, but this is a current event topic. We're going to do that sometimes. So uh, right. much love, much respect to the people who put truth and freedom over money and still make a lot of money. Love that. There you go. They sleep like a baby at night. So respect Crowder, respect Nganu, and Daily Wire. You know, learn your lesson, I hope. You still do good work, but uh, come on. It ain't all about money, bro. It ain't all about money. And there's levels to critical thinking now, it, it appears to be. Come on, Candace. I love you too, girl, but... Mm. Come on, Ben. Come on, Candace. Critical thinking. See the big picture. Did that, how'd you miss that one? Did you even go into that one? That's a serious yeah, one right Yeah, there. Ben, that was a big flaw, bro. How would you be duped? Like, from the beginning, it said you had to have three conditions of morbidity to die from... COVID. That's what everybody's doing. From the very beginning, March 2020, we all knew that. So why would you take a vaccine for something that 
you're not even at risk for. I hope you didn't get your children vexed. But anyways, much love anyway. You know what I mean? There it is. All right. Hey, see ya.